honesty is very important because people hate being lied to. No matter how hard, how hard or long you try to keep something from someone, they're going to sniff it out eventually. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Mr. A+. I'm Michael Theo, your host, and... This week, I'll be once again be joined by my good friend and producer, whose name's Mandy. Welcome, Mandy. Hello, Michael. Nice to be with you again. Likewise. Always a pleasure. You're looking very suave, as always. You, you, I can see Michael on a screen right now, and he's wearing a very cool Hawaiian shirt. I always wear Hawaiian shirts. I know, but this one's got really large hibiscus flowers on it. I really dig it. Oh, I see. So how has your week been? Um, my week has been been good. What has been going on is that um, I have a little gig coming up. Ooh, a little gig. Tell me more. Yeah. It's to do with play school. It's to do with play school? Yeah. Okay, so for anyone listening right now who doesn't know what play school is, it is a kids show which is so incredibly popular and it's been going for what 50 years or something in Australia hang on a second let me just look that up like I grew up watching play school my kids who are now in their 20s grew up watching play school did you watch play school Michael of course I did everyone in Australia watched play school it's a educational television show for children Mm -hmm. produced by the ABC that's the Australian Broadcasting Corporation yep and um, it's also the longest running children's show in Australia, it first began in 1966. Wow. Okay. So it's been going for 49 seasons and over 4,500 episodes. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. So hang on, hang on. Rewind. You've got a gig on Play School. Yeah, it's about reading a book to children. <gasps> Michael, that's fantastic. When are you doing this? Next Thursday. Although I'm not actually going to be in front of a audience of children. I'm going to be doing it to the camera. And do you have to pretend there's an audience of children in front of you? Yeah. But surprisingly, I'll also be accompanied by Jemima. I love Jemima. Okay, so for anyone listening who doesn't know, Jemima is a doll that is used on Play School. She's one of the many small doll toy characters. There's lots of toy characters. Can you name any more? There's like Big Ted, Little Ted, Jemima. Um, I think there's Mika. I f- I forget. Humpty. This is massive, Michael. You, why? Michael has a look of kind of shock on his face. Why are you looking like that? I kind of feel nervous because I've never really done anything like this before. This is your dream. This is your dream to be on TV and to be acting. This is amazing. Yes, but I also feel kind of embarrassed because I've never really interacted with kids that much. But, Michael, you are great with all people, right? Kids, adults, you're great with everyone. I am. Also, you're a great actor who has amazing facial expressions. So when the kids see you on TV, they're going to love you. They will? I think so. Yeah, it is going to be a very fun opportunity to do. It really is. Do you know what book you're reading? Do you get to pick the book? Nope, they've always selected it. Right. Do you talk to Jemima? Um, I suppose. Do you want to run through a little conversation and pretend I'm Jemima? <sighs> Fine. <laughs> okay. I'll... Go on. Just pretend I'm Jemima. I'm going to be a little stuffed doll sitting in the corner here. Okay, hang on. But don't be surprised if I feel 
somewhat embarrassed. It's probably going to feel a bit awkward. That's all right. It's like a little practice before you do the actual thing. Okay. I wonder what the story will be about today, Jemima. Michael, that is fantastic. You have exactly the right tone in your voice and everything. I'm so excited for you. Thanks. Oh, are you nervous? Yeah. You never get nervous. No, but that's because this is very new and it's I've never really done something like this before. Well, it is a dream come true. You're finally going to get your head on the TV and start your acting career. Yeah, but also maybe it is kind of kind of a bit of a practice if I potentially become a dad. Well, yes, that too. That too. I'm glad you've had a really good week. So in today's podcast, I've got some more challenges for you. Okay. And I believe you have some more fun animal facts for us. Yeah. Is it an Australian animal? No, it's a very exotic one from South America. Wow, I can't wait. Okay. Because last week we learned a lot about the platypus, which was... An Australian mammal. Yeah, very cool. So do you want to kick off this week's episode with Michael's moral dilemma? Sure. I know we did one last week. Can you explain to everyone what a moral dilemma is? Sure. A moral dilemma is a conflict in which... A person must decide between two or more actions. No matter which decision you make, there will be potential consequences, whether they're good or bad. Yep. Okay. So, you ready? Yep. Ready. I hope you haven't read ahead. Have you read ahead? You did. You cheater. Stop reading ahead. Okay. You are such a cheater. Stop reading the document. Yes. Before, before we kick this part off... Actually, wait, I'll, I'll wait until the quiz me part. All right, because, yeah, Disney quiz me is another segment we've got coming up. And if you cheat on that, I'll kill you. I'd like to see you do it. Have you cheated? Have you looked at the document? Michael! Michael! <laughs> 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 oh, Michael. I read it before, before we started. Oh, so we have a document that we share so that we can talk about what we're going to do on the show. And Michael Theo has cheated and has checked the document and now has the answers to the quiz questions. Well, it's not like I had a choice. What can I say, Mandy? Sometimes I just like to give myself a heads up. Oh, my goodness. Right. (laughs) All right. Let's get to that later, okay? You just had a moral dilemma whether to look at the answers or not and you failed. (laughs) All right, we got a moral dilemma. Here we go. You ready? Yep, ready. You've come into Sydney from Wollongong. You've driven an hour and a half and you've gone to Maya and you've found the most amazing Hawaiian shirts and you love them and you've bought like four of them, right? Yes. You've bought four brand new amazing Hawaiian shirts. You can't wait to get home and try them on. So you get all the way back to Wollongong and you realise that you've only paid for three Do you go back to the store and pay for the last one or do you think, lucky me, I got a freebie? Be honest. I think I would um, go back and pay for it. Would you though? Yes. You'd come all the way back into Sydney from your house, which is like an hour and a half drive. Um, Technically, I wouldn't drive. I would take the train. And and secondly, um, I'd be happy to do it the following day. Wow. Okay. I've got another one for you. You ready for another one? Yes. So you're at work. Now, I want you to picture yourself at your job. Yes. Now, you take. do you take your lunch every day to work? Yes. Okay, so you have been putting your lunch in the fridge at work. Yep. And you sometimes go to get your lunch and it's missing. Somebody's taken your lunch. Yep. And you're pretty sure you know who's taking it, 
but you're not 100% clear on who's taking it, do you go up to that person and say, hey, I'm not sure if you know, but that's my lunch? Or do you report it to your boss? Or do you keep it quiet and just bring extra lunch? Or what do you do? Do you make them a like a cat food sandwich and put it in there as a bit of a trap? I'd probably just report it to HR. And then just see what happens. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. See, I'm... I'm realising that these moral dilemmas aren't big dilemmas for you. No. It's just a matter of um, applying common sense. Common sense. And you have very strong values too, don't you? Yep. What are some of your values? Honesty is very is very important because people hate being lied to. Mm. And and if no matter how hard, how hard or long you try to keep something from someone, they're going to sniff it out eventually because sometimes women can can you know do a little bit of detective work oh yeah we're good at that yes i know <laughs> i've i learned that from, from my mother growing up oh yeah if you have a moral dilemma that you'd like to send through to michael you can do that on instagram mr underscore a underscore plus underscore michael or you can email him at mr a plus podcast at gmail.com now we come to the controversial segment and what's that Disney quiz me! Oh, yes. But I just got to mention this. Um, last week, when you told me that I got the answer answer incorrect from Anna and Elsa's salad plates, and you said there was 1,000? Yes. I actually looked up the lyrics to that song, First Time in Forever, and Anna actually said 8,000 salad plates, which is what my answer was. So look at that. I was right. You were right. I should have known. Note the lack of surprise. <laughs> okay, so you ended up getting two out of three last week. That is correct. Okay. Now, you looked ahead at this document and have cheated, so I'm going to ask you these questions that you already know the answer to. Sure. But I'm also going to ask you some different ones. Okay. This is the Lion King version of Disney Quiz Me, and this yeah. is where I quiz Michael on his vast knowledge of Disney movies. Yeah. What motto does Simba learn from Timon and Pumbaa? It's Timon. Oh, okay, Timon. Hakuna Matata, and it means no worries. Are you going to sing the song? It's our problem free. Hakuna Matata. All right, well, you got that right because you cheated. Okay. Which character knows Kung Fu? I think it's Rafiki. You know it's Rafiki because you read it off the document. And because I've watched that film several times before. <laughs> Which character tries to kill young Simba? Um, Scar. I don't know why we're doing these questions that you already know the answers to because you've cheated. And because I've watched the film several times, I just mentioned that. And so you've got three out of three, but they don't count. Okay. Here's the three that you haven't cheated on. You ready? Yep, ready. What kind of tree does Rafiki live in? A baobab tree. Baobab tree, exactly, yep. which is a, an iconic African tree. It is, yes. Great. Where does Simba live as a young cub? The Pride Lands. Can you be more specific? Well, the the savannah, actually. And then um, later on, he lives in a dense jungle with... Timon and Pumbaa. Look, I love your commitment to this question, but it's actually Pride Rock is the answer. Oh. Oh, he's got one wrong. So? 
we're pushing on. You've done very, very well for the ones that you haven't cheated on. Are you ready? Yes. What does Rafiki mean in Swahili? Is it weird monkey, friend, or kung fu fighter? Friend. Correct. All right, bonus question. Who murders Mufasa? Scar did. Well, you did well. You did but really well actually, on that one. I actually got a bonus question for you. Oh, okay. What is the parrot's name in Aladdin? Oh, we're talking about the Lion King and you've jumped over to Aladdin. Okay. It's What's still Disney, par- so it counts. Okay, fair enough. What's the parrot's name in Aladdin? I can see you cheating. <laughs> is it Iago? It's Iago, for God's sake. <laughs> I did cheat. <laughs> well, you cheated, so I figured I could. So, let's get back to Lion King. Yeah. Do you have a favourite character in the movie The Lion King? Well, previously it was Scar. And then, a few years ago, um, Rafiki was. And why is it? What is it you like about those characters? Scar, because of his um his English accent and um, mm. his sophisticated... <laughs> personality and um, how theatrical he is as a villain. I know that there's a bit of a message in the movie. What do you think it is? It was actually based on one of Shakespeare's works called Hamlet. I, d- I didn't know that. And and do you think the first song in the movie has anything to do with the message? Um, Circle of Life. Mm. I once heard from Ron Swanson that... Um, not, not enough people look their dinner in the eyes and consider the circle of life. <laughs> so what does that mean? If you ever saw Parks and Recreation, you'd understand. Right. So does it mean that if you're going to eat chicken, you've got to look at an actual live chicken in the eyes before you eat it? That's, I guess that's what he's saying, yeah. He's, he's not wrong. No. <laughs> you have the best quotes. If I actually did get a chicken, I would, I would say to everybody, this is your dinner. Her name is Mandy. <laughs> I really hope you get a chicken. <laughs> oh, really? And I yeah. say to everybody, yep, this is what we're going to have. A, a chicken that we're all going to cook, chew and swallow. <laughs> all right, back to the Lion King. Yeah. I know you can impersonate um, some of the characters on the Lion King. And yep. I know that Scar is one of your favorites. Yep. Do you want to give us a Scar impersonation? Life's not fair, is it? You see, I... Well, I shall never be king. And you shall never see the lights of another day. (laughs) Adieu. Mm, That is good. Can you do any of the other characters? I can do Zazu. All right, who's Zazu? He's a hornbill. Mufasa's majordomo. Oh, yeah, okay. So give us some of Zazu. I am here to announce that King Mufasa is on his way. So you'd better have a good excuse for missing the ceremony this morning. And that's the end of Disney Quiz Me. Okay. Coming up later on in the episode, I'll be telling you some some cool facts about macaws and parrots. You know, those exotic birds from South America. Well, before we do that, Let's do a segment that I've really fallen in love with, even though we've only done it once. It's called... Michael the Madman. <laughs> the challenge is Mandy placed in a little script for me to do in a villainous voice, even though the script is, is actually more positive than malicious. 
and the challenge is for me not to laugh and i've never seen the script before that's right you can do a villain's laugh yeah that's the only laugh you're allowed to do but if you crack up laughing disqualified (laughs) okay all right last week it was a love poem this week I thought it might be fun if you did a love song, if you said the lyrics of a love song. And the love song I've chosen is called Love Is All Around by the band Wet, Wet, Wet. It's been in quite a few movies. I know you know it. You don't have to sing it. You just have to say the lyrics in your best villain voice. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Love that's all around me, and so the feeling grows. It's written on the wind. It's everywhere I go. Oh, yes, it is. So if you really love me, come on and let it show. Oh. You know I love you. I always will. My mind's made up by the way that I feel. Because there's no beginning, there'll be no end. Because on my love you can depend. (laughs) Oh, Michael, you are really good at villains. I think you found Thanks. your uh, your calling there. Shall I do one that Jafar sang? Now, where's Jafar from? Aladdin. Aladdin, okay. Prince Ali, yes, it is he, but not as you know him. Read my lips and come to grips with reality. Yes, me to blaspheme your past, whose lies were too good to last. Say hello to your precious Prince Ali, or should we say Aladdin? Wow. That was cool. Thanks. That was very cool. (laughs) Thank you. It's a different kind of villain, isn't it? It's not like your angry villain. It's almost like a playful villain. But with a malicious sense of humour and very hysterical. (laughs) Michael, I've got a new segment for you coming up that's called Would You Rather? But before we do that, I think it's time for you to tell us about these amazing birds. Okay. Macaws are a group of New World parrots. And they have long tails and they're often very colourful. When I say New World parrots, they, they're found throughout South and Central America, Mexico and the Caribbean islands. They're also known as the Neotropical parrots as well. But, and they also compromise about 150 species. Okay, so there's a lot of different kinds of macaws. Yes, there is. There's the um, Hyanxith macaw, which is... Mostly blue, um, but it has um, yellow around its black eyes. There's the um, blue-throated macaw. The um, scarlet macaw, a very common one. The red red and green macaw, they closely resemble each other. There's the blue and yellow macaw. Great green macaw. The military macaw, both those two birds resemble, resemble each other. What does the military macaw look like? A military macaw is mostly green feathers with a little bit of blue on its wings, at the end oh. of its wings, and a little bit of red above its beak. Yes. They're all really colourful. There's none that are kind of just grey or white. Nope, don't think so. There's also the Spix's macaw, but they're, like, basically extinct in the wild. They're blue, but their heads are somewhat white and fluffy as well. That's a shame that they don't, they don't uh, exist in the wild anymore. Yeah, it's because of deforestation. Deforestation is when um, a lot of um, forests and jungles are, are cleared away to um, make way for urban development or mm. even farming as well. Do you know there's a lot of that happening in South America and 
um, around the Amazon. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Do the do these macaws live around there? Yep, a lot of them do. It's one of the most endangered um, ecosystems in the world. And so why do you like these birds? What is it about them that you find fascinating? Because um, they're extremely colourful and they're very beautiful to look at. They're very distinctive as well. You know, when they eat, they also feed on clay as well. They eat clay? Clay from exposed riverbanks in the Amazon basin. Why do they eat dirt? To neutralize toxins. Toxins that are that are found in some foods eaten by macaws and, and parrots in certain regions in the wild. So they might eat berries or leaves or something like that and get toxins and then to fix that in their gut they go and eat the the clay from from exposed riverbanks yes wow animals are so smart aren't they they definitely are and they're more well behaved than humans did you ever eat dirt as a kid no i bet you did i bet if you asked your mum right now she would say you did i never did i bet you did (laughs) rubbish you would have made a mud pie at some stage i never did no i never ate any of that crap anyway um as i was gonna say (laughs) mccall's hat eat a variety of certain foods. They they eat um, seeds, nuts, fruits, palm fruits, leaves, flowers, and stems. And they also eat certain vegetables as well. You know, um, asparagus, beets, bell peppers, broccoli, butternut, carrots, corn on the cob, dandelion greens, hot peppers, spinach, sweet potatoes. And also, they may be attractive but they would not be the best pets to have how do you feel about birds being kept as pets it's cruel to keep a bird in a cage birds should be should be free to spread their wings and fly they're also not domestic animals they're destined to be wild animals yeah macaws are also intelligent social birds macaws um typically mate for life they not only do they breed with their mates but they also share their food with them and enjoy mutual grooming i love hearing about birds pairing for life yes unlike humans the last time i saw a macaw was um when i was in hawaii i think it was a blue and gold one just seeing them in flight it's stunning it's absolutely breathtaking this person was on a footpath and people would just pay to have the macaws on their shoulders or arms or something right so it's almost like a busker yeah, something like that. What's your favourite parrot out of all of the parrots in the world? Do you have a favourite? Yep, probably the scarlet macaw. Oh, thank you for sharing those facts about the macaws and the parrots, Michael. An amazing week again learning new things. I love learning new things about animals from you. That's all right. Always happy to share. Anyway, um, I believe that we're on to our Would You Rather segment. Would you rather? This is a bit like Moral Dilemma, but it's got a whole lot of silly added to it. Yes, I think it will. (laughs) You're rolling your eyes. Why are you rolling your eyes? You'll find out soon. All right. Would you rather find true love today or win the lottery next week? Find true love today. What if the lottery was a billion dollars? And next week, you were guaranteed to get $1 billion. Uh, This is a hard one, right? Because you can do a lot of good with a lot of money. Yes, but I'm only interested in security with money. All right, so where are you going to go? Which way are you going to go? 
find true love today. Yes, you are. Well done. I'm so happy you made that decision. All right. Would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to every single song you hear from now to the end of your life? I think I'd rather dance to every single song I hear because I'm better at dancing than singing. Okay. Can you dance for me now? No. I'm in a chair. <laughs> Imagine if you're in the supermarket and some music comes on, which it does in the supermarket. You'd have to dance and do your shopping. Yeah, I suppose. All right. Would you rather wear the same pair of socks for one whole month or the same underpants for one week? I think I'd rather wear the same underwear for a week. Really? Yeah. I guess you wouldn't want people... You wouldn't want to walk in a room and have, like, stinky feet. No. This is really going to test you, this last one, because you have a long-held desire to be an actor, and I know it's a dream that you are just chasing hard. So would you rather be an extra in an Oscar award-winning movie or would you rather be the lead in a box office bomb, one of those movies that's just really bad? I think I'd rather be an extra in an Oscar winning film because that's when that's the kind of film that gets the most praise the most approval and a box office bomb that means they don't they don't didn't do well but you would have played a lead character that doesn't matter at least i still be on screen yeah because otherwise if i was the lead in a box office bomb that would have been all that hard work for nothing Good choice. Well, that was Would You Rather, the brand new segment on Mr. A+. Plus. And it was a lot of fun, too. Now we're on to our, our Ask Mr. A+, Plus segment, as we always get to it. Yeah, and before we get to the Ask Mr. A+, Plus segment, I've got a couple of emails that I wanted to read to you, Michael. Sure. Uh, some lovely people that have been in touch at mrapluspodcast at gmail.com. We've got one here that says... Hello, Michael. I love your podcast. It brings me such joy. I wanted to share that after listening to your episode about yowies, I went and bought my first one. I'm in the US and they aren't common here, so I had to do a bit of searching. I put it in my son's Easter basket and we had fun with it. Thank you for introducing me to these fun toys and chocolates. All the best, Melanie in New Hampshire, USA. You're you're so welcome, Melanie. And I'm actually quite surprised that they aren't common in the US because I thought that they were. I'm actually glad that you took the initiative of researching about them and then introducing them to your to your son. I was actually quite impressed with that. Well done. If you missed the episode about Yowies, um, go back and have a look for it. It was a really good one that Michael did with Cynthia Thayer, who is from Yowie. She's based in Chicago, Illinois. Yes, and she had some fantastic information about Yowie. So have a listen to that if you haven't already. But thank you so much, Melanie, for the email. There's another one for you. Yep. I've got another one for you, another email. This one from Devon Luna. She says, or he says, I'm not sure whether it's a he or a she. Hello, Michael. My girlfriend is one of your biggest fans. She's in absolute love with you. She even follows you on Instagram and loves you in Love on the Spectrum. It's her birthday coming up next month and I was hoping you could maybe do a shout-out for her birthday. Her name is Sage and she's turning 23. Thanks, Michael, from Devon. Dear Sage, happy 23rd birthday for next month. I hope you in- enjoy it. I'm sure it'll be a fun one. But in the meantime, stay safe and take care of yourself. Best wishes, Michael Theo. And if you want to email Michael, you can do so at Mr. A Plus Podcast at gmail.com. 
So earlier today you put a question on Instagram, which was ask me anything and I will respond on the podcast next week. So we've got some great questions here. One of them from Kendall is, what's your favourite animal? Well, my top two favourites would be lions and tigers. They're the biggest cats in the world. They're apex predators and because of their majestic status. Another question, this one's from Wandering Wayfarers. What do you love most about yourself? The one thing I probably would love the most about myself is that um, I have the uncanny ability to make people laugh without even trying. I agree. A skill that I never worked on. But that's that dry sense of humour that you have, I think. Ah. This one is from Ice Almond Latte. Which Brooklyn Nine-Nine character do you think deserves their own spin-off show, not Jake or Amy? I think most likely it would be um, Rosa. In fact, I absolutely love her as well. The things I love about Rosa is she never smiles. She speaks in a very um, almost masculine tone. And she's very aloof and doesn't like, like people at all. She's she's a bit like you. She's very dry and makes people laugh by not even trying. Yep, definitely. Actually, I did also find that there's a mes- message from IG Ash M Santos. Oh yeah, what's that one? This person is saying, "I hope you know how inspirational you are to me and so many others. I really admire who you are and the light you bring to this world. Keep shining bright. The world needs more people like you." It's a very flattering message, and thank you very much for that, Ash. You can also thank my parents for that. My parents always say that they they did their best to raise me and my siblings, but I think they did more than their best. They're just too humble to take that credit. Well, I also think, Michael, you have an inner beauty and an inner positivity that is all yours. Yes, you are a product of your parents, but also you have developed your own positivity and and your own way of communicating. So I think that um, Ash M. Santos is right there. You do have a beautiful, shining, bright light. So keep shining, baby. I will. Always will. That's never going to stop. Excellent to hear. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I believe this is the conclusion of today's episode. So thank you once again for, for tuning in. I really hope that you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording this. So tune in next week and see what happens. Anything can happen with you, Michael. Yep, that it can. Take care, everybody. Auf Wiedersehen. Sayonara. <laughs> <laughs>